Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitsman. I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by the Harrier. And today we have another very special episode. Uh, we're joined with someone that really took over the headlines from, from the NCAAs, especially uh, finishing up in the, the 4x4. We have now sophomore from Stephen F. Austin, Ahmad Robinson, uh, was first team All-American in the 4x4, um, having an excellent anchor leg, as well as uh, I believe state champion in high school um, not too long ago when he was representing uh, Klein Forest down in Texas. Uh, Ahmad, thanks for, for taking the time to doing this, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, well, uh, before we get into any of your track stuff, uh, I recently took a look at your, your Instagram, your post and picture or video of you riding what looked like your, your first bull. What, what got you into that? That looks like something pretty insane. Not the first activity I think of, you know, of my, when I'm thinking of, you know, what I like to do, hanging out with my friends, love to hear how you got, got involved in that. Uh, well, this summer I've been, you know, Bull, well, not bull riding necessarily. I just been training my horse, working out with my horse every day. So then my friends, we end up going to like a big rodeo trail ride. And so they was like, "Hey, I bet you want you know do a bull ride a bull." I was, I was joking around at first, and then I actually went up with that into my name. And you no, know, I don't know. I just built the courage up to just jump on the bull for the first time and see what I could do. So, so how did it go? I mean, that that looked it looked it looked crazy to me. You're on there for a couple seconds. I mean. Like, are you, do you know what's going on when that's happening? Or are you just holding on for dear life and just praying you don't fall off? Well, at first, I, I, at first, I, when I first got on, I was like, dang, I'm actually really about to do this. <laughs> then, boom, it literally happened. I was like, dang. That was, <laughs> yeah, look, look crazy. Did you, did you get any notes from your coach saying, hey, man, we need, we need you on this four by one? Like, watch out on those bulls, or, or was he all right with it? Uh, a lot of, he told me, a lot of coaches telling him, and then he told me that he stay away from them bulls. Yeah, after after you graduate, you go go take a look. Might have to have another career in uh in bull riding, so that's yeah, awesome. That's, that's, the that's the goal right there. <laughs> I'm going to get back into it. Yeah, want to, uh, want to get... Uh, get started with you like where where it start where track and field kind of began with your end what what got you interested in, in track when when did you start uh you know running uh originally uh I started track about seventh grade I, I was okay I wasn't all that good I was just okay then eighth grade came around and I just you know took off with it that's what it really took off eighth grade yeah what uh any any particular reason why you joined the team was it you know, hey, you always you always liked running, or was it you're training for other sports? Because I know a lot of people they they start off track trying for you know basketball or, or football. Like, what what kind of got you to to join the team originally in seventh grade? Uh, really, just like all my friends, we all did every sport: basketball, football. You know how the middle school you play every sport, try to play every sport. So it was just a transition from football off season. Then we went into the track season. Then once I I started to like it a lot, then boom, I just stuck with it. What, uh, what events did you start off in? I know when you're in middle school, you're usually trying out a whole bunch of different things. Um, when Was there any particular event you're like, oh, I, I like this a lot? Uh, did like Was it the 400 or did you really like a bunch of other events? No, actually in middle school, I never touched the 400 day in my life. 
<laughs> I was a, a one two hundred running, and I was convinced in my head I could only run the one hundred two hundred, and that's it. So I ran the one hundred two hundred and four by one, and that was it. Yeah, that that sounds very familiar from something that I would do. I was a so I was like a, a jumper, like long jumper or long jumper. Yeah, I think yeah, because that's all we had in middle school. So doing that, and then the one and the two. And then, you know, coach is like, man, you could probably do something pretty good in the four by four. I'm like, well, I guess you'll never find out, huh? <laughs> there there yeah, ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. That is one of the most painful, painful events. So, hey, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It's, it's not fun at all. Uh, I, I never stayed. Once the 200 is over, I, I'm gone. I'm gone mm-hmm. home with my mom's. Yeah, the, you'll, you'll get the – the coach will be looking around for that extra leg in the four-by-four. Four. Like, where's Ahmad? Like, man, he's at home. He's eating dinner right now. <laughs> you got to catch him at the next meet. So, no, I, I got you, man. Well, uh, when when was it that you realized that, you know, you had some talent? Because, I mean, you know, it started off you, – you mentioned you were doing all right, but nothing you – know, no groundbreaking times. When was it that you realized, oh, wow, like I'm actually – I've got some talent in this. Like, let me focus in on track and field a little bit kind of see where we can we can go from here uh so first eighth grade came first track meet then I blew my broke school records first meet in the 100 then I said my mind I was like hey okay okay I, I probably could do something crazy with this later on 200 came broke school record in 200 and I was like all right I'm gonna keep going and then finally I just kept running you know running out of key 11 1 but eighth grade 11 1 22 8 wow. too bad yeah, for so down in Texas, that's probably yeah, that's okay times. If you're up here where I'm from in, in PA, if you're running eleven one in in middle school, you're probably you're you'd be the best in the state by far. So yeah, that just shows how how competitive it is down in in Texas. I mean, it could could you touch on that? Like, what's it like where a lot of the best talent in uh you know the nation are also a lot of the best talent, or a lot of it's coming from Texas. I mean, you got just some, some big names. Well, I think Shakari was originally from Texas, Gary Richardson. You had Fred Curley from, from who's originally from Texas. You got a lot of great talent that's coming out of that state. I mean, what's it like, like knowing that it's super competitive at every meet you're running in? I feel like you go PR every time. See, I, that was my, my first year ever running summer track as well. You know, I was the fastest in my district, and you know? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fast. I caught the summer track. This way you racing everybody, like, most of the people that you've seen in NCAAs, days, I saw them at summer track before. I've seen a lot of those faces before. Got out there, summer track, first race, got smoked. I thought I was slow. I couldn't believe it because he's like, I mean, I was the fastest in my district. I come out here, you rescue kids from all over, you know, the whole Houston area. Um, so then that's how I learned, like, maybe fast here, but it's somebody always faster than you out there in Houston. You never know. Exactly. Yeah, there, there's always somebody that, that that's got some some crazy times until you're number one in the nation. And even if you are number one in the nation, you still have other people that 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 you know they got your number. That no, number two and number three aren't aren't going to be too far behind. So yeah, everybody yeah. hungry. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, growing up for you in in track and field, who who have been some of the the people that have been in your corner like this entire this entire way? Like who have been some people that are helping you? You know, make sure that you're you know, always pushing yourself to, to be great? Uh, just mostly my family. It's my, my whole support system is very strong, you know. My family supporting me the whole time. So that's the main people in my life that's motivated me, keeping me doing what I have to do. Yeah, I think uh, I saw in one of, the, one of the interviews you did before that, you know, your grandma was someone that 
was at almost like pretty much every meet. I think the only meet that you mentioned that she missed was unfortunately the national championship, which, yeah. you know, you drop a crazy time. I mean, you know, how was it, you know, telling her, you know, off when you get off the track and giving her a call, like, Hey, by the way, you know, we, you know, we did this, we, you know, you got, you got something that you're always looking and looking to do. Yeah. Well, they didn't miss it at all. They had a whole watch party. Oh, okay, good. They're still watching. All right, good. But I have family, friends, cooked everything, you know, had my whole family, friends all over at my house. So they didn't miss anything. They was watching the whole time. Okay. All right. That's good. That, that would have been bad if it was, you know, missed out on the meat, but you got some, you had some support, support at home. Uh, so Coming in this year, I mean, you you just finished up. I guess you just finished up your your freshman year at Stephen F. Austin. What right. got you like to to choose them? Because I mean, you you had it's not like you had like not great times. You're getting recruited by some pretty big schools, you know, other Power Five schools. What was it that made Stephen F. Austin, um, you know, stick out to you for like, hey, this is where I want to to take the rest of my track career, you know, as a, a student athlete? Uh, well. From the jump, it kind of reminded me of my high school because we was the underdogs. Nobody really expected us to do anything until we came out. One state shocked the whole city, really the whole nation. Nobody really expected it. So once I got um, Stephen L. Austin, took my first visit here, I was talking to the coach. I really just fell in love with the coach. Like, that was my whole thing of going to a school. I want to have a great connection with the coach. You know, only they was an underdog. No, they, they was underdogs. No, it was all under the radar. Like, nobody was expecting Stephen F. Austin to go to no NCAA and do what they did. So that was another thing. It kind of hit home because they was underdogs. They reminded me of my high school. We were underdogs. And then, boom, you see, we shocked the world in high school. And then, boom, we just shocked the world. Stephen F. Austin as well. Yeah, that something to say you shocked the world was is, is putting it lightly because you guys went from uh, even the announcers at NCAAs, I'm not sure. Were you able to see the the clip when they're talking about the the four by four? Oh uh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, the even the announcer, he's like, oh, and that's Kentucky coming in coming in second place. So the, the even the announcers weren't weren't looking for for your school to to win. I mean, what was it like? Uh, you know, at NCAAs, what was your your experience? You know, your first experience there. You see that you're at the new Eugene uh, facility, New Hayward Field. Um, before the rate, your race, obviously, what was it like, you know, being able to, you know, be at one of the biggest, uh, you know, track and field places in the entire world? Well, honestly, the whole overall, like, experience of being there, I was just happy to be there. Like, I didn't, I told my, my teammates, I really didn't care what place we got there, like, what place uh, we didn't make it to finals. I was just happy, you know, happy to be there. I mean, it took hard, a lot of hard work just to get to Oregon. I mean, a lot of people that I know didn't even make it there, but just for me and my friends or my teammates, just to make it there, we was just excited and we enjoyed ourselves overall. Yeah, it's it's not easy. Like you gotta be uh, one of the you had to be one of the top dogs just to to get there. I mean, and then into to get into the final, you gotta be. What was it? Was there eight eight people to yeah. fight, or was there twelve? It was, it was a lot of heat, so you had to. You yeah, know, you could win your heat, but it didn't even matter. You just mm -hmm. had to run hard every time. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta be. If you're not putting out your your best effort, like. You could be on the outside yeah. looking in, so it could be it could be easy from being one of the top teams to out just like that. And for yeah, that, that's right. Like some of the top teams that ran you know, in the nation, they didn't even make it in the finals. Nobody really expected us to make it in the finals, no way. But you see what happened. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so, big story note for you was the the come from behind win. Uh, you guys, I think what were in fifth place when you got the baton and then ended up 
having one of the, the best splits in the, the NCAA uh, history with what? I think he split like a 43-45. I mean, yeah. I know you probably, when you were running it, maybe you weren't maybe not knowing what's going on because you're running. But, you know, after, now that you had some time to look back at the race, what, could you kind of break us down, break down, you know, what that four by four was like, um, you know, as, you know, now that you finished it and, and you have time to, to look back at it? Oh, uh, well, the first, the first two legs, I was, I was nervous because we weren't in the lead. We weren't, we weren't close. So in my head, I was just, dang, just, just give me hope. That's all I need is just give me some hope. I'm going to do the rest. And Friday, my third leg, they was kind of all in the mix. So I got about fifth, six. First curve, I just, I'm just running at the time, just get our heart, see how far ahead they was. Then on the back stretch, I kind of was just floating a little bit, just seeing what I had in the tank. Then I try to speed up, like going into the curve. Then I feel myself, like I feel like I can, I can run faster than that. So then I just came out the last, you no know, 120, gave it all I had. And I yeah. felt we had a, uh, like an extra kick. Last 50, 60, took off again. Yeah, that last kick was was crazy. Going from, yeah, it was, and it wasn't like oh, you it was progressively moving up. Like you're you're sitting around that fourth fifth spot for a lot of it, and then coming out right at the end of that last like fifty meters, just out of nowhere, like split. You split the the USC and some other some other team went in the middle, and then and then got second. What was it? Uh, you know, what what was it like once you crossed the line, and you're like, oh wow, we really we we made history for, you know, Stephen F. Austin. I think I was that, you know, one of the biggest, best performances that, that SFA has had in a while. You know, what, yeah. what was it like, in, you know, being in that moment, you down at all four of you guys, just finished your race. You know, what, what was that feeling? Well, my adrenaline was so high. I was just, I couldn't believe, like, man, we got second place at national. Like, these are all the people, you know, I used to watch these kids, like all these men on YouTube. All these people are racing. I'm, I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm actually racing. All of these people, I really, I used to watch all these people on YouTube at middle school, high school. You know, everybody, I used to dream about ACA. Then, boom, I'm out there on the track, running hard. I'm just, I was just shell shocked the whole. I was just like, I can't believe this. That's really yeah. what it was. Yeah, you were running against what two? I think in that one heat, there's what two or three Olympians just in, yeah, in that race. You know. What, right. NCAA, you know, North Carolina A&T had some people. You had, uh, you know, USC had some people. I think, what, Texas A&M. So, a lot of, a lot of Olympians there. Um, right. What what did it mean seeing that, um, you know, top two at, top two teams, you, NC A&T and Stephen F. Austin, both, like, mid-major schools, not not in the Power Five. Right. You know, what's it what's it like, you know, for, for you, you know, as you said, you like that underdog mentality to go in and to be beating – these top schools that have, you know, crazy, crazy facilities. I mean, you're at Oregon, you're seeing their crazy facilities. Like you've seen all the other schools, I'm sure, you know, what's it like being like, Oh yeah. Like the little guy here, we just beat all these power five schools, um, you know, and took the top two spots. And that literally just shows you, you know, it doesn't matter about what school you go to, you go any school you want to, you could come out with a great outcome. That's just why I just want to show people that you don't have to go SEC, you know, big, Power five, big ten, you don't have to do all that. You can go any school you want to and make a name for yourself. That's really what it's all about. Cause at the end of the day, it don't matter what school you go to, we all run the same distance around the track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's something that I've been trying to to tell people the same thing. Like it doesn't matter where you go. Like you can be you can be a, a dog if you're going D three, if you're going power five, if you're going mid mate, like anywhere, like JUCO, right. any any type of school. Like I'm sure we all know people from at all levels that that could beat, you know. 
anybody of all levels in a race. So you, know, right. you put it there perfectly. Uh, something that was, that was really cool. I, I looked back, I saw one of your, one interview that, that you had with, uh, with your schools, all of you guys as a team. And one of the, your teammates that was on the four by four Missouri, we was talking about, uh, you know, what, what the team's got, like, this was, I think, right after the Baylor, my, the Baylor Invitational. He was like, right. oh, yeah, we're, we're all trying to, you know, we're not even in shape yet. You know, we got all of our guys. And he, and he talked to you, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, and this guy, he's like our secret weapon. Like, he's going to, you know, we're going to see, I'm excited to see what he has to do. Um, and I think, what like, he's one of the older guys on your team, like a junior yeah. or so. I mean, what's it, yeah, what's it mean to, to have, you know, one of the, the guys that are older on the team pointing out like, yeah, we're excited to see what this freshman does. And, and you know, he can help us take the, you know, take it to the promised land. Yeah, that kind of, you know, it, it feels good to know that my teammates, they have they have trust and faith in me, you know, doing my job. Because at the end of the day, we all four of us got to do our job for us to come out with the win. So I like that he had faith in me and he believed in me. Mm-hmm. Especially I, I, with him being like, you know, the oldest one on the team. Which is crazy to think that, yeah, because you guys are all, you know, had a pretty young team. I think, act, like, athletically, you guys are all freshmen and sophomores. So we'll see right. if, you know, all of you guys keep keep coming back. Are, are all four of you guys still, on, you know, returning, return for this year? Yeah, all four of us are returning. That's the good thing. All the four of us, you know, we went there. The youngest team there, I think by far, was the youngest team there. And boom, we are all coming back. Healthy. So now, now this time... You know, you mentioned you like being on that, you know, being an underdog. But once once that underdog wins, you're you're not necessarily an underdog anymore. People have yeah, seen you run, right. they know your name. So you can't be playing that underdog card as much this year. What's what's it gonna change, if anything, knowing that people have seen Stephen F. Austin, they know what you guys can do, they know what you guys can run. What's it gonna mean now that people have some expectations for you guys now that they've seen you do it on the big stage already a bit? I, well, I told them already to have a target on our back, you know. So, I, I mean, they, they they ready. They hungry right now. I mean, that's going to make us, you know, go harder than ever. Since we know people are looking at us, we know people are going to be watching. They want to beat us. It's to say they beat us. So, I mean, we just got to keep going. I know the boys are right. We, they want us. So, we got to just go hard, all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of the all those schools that were in the uh, in that top eight, the with the last all, all from three third and down, all got SFA circled on their their calendar, ready for for the indoor four by four. What you got like about six more months, so everybody everybody's already probably got it got it circled on their calendar. Uh, wanted wanted to kind of talk about your progression too, because I I think I saw. Your fresh or your senior year of high school, you're running. I think your PR was a 47 flat. Right. And then you finished out this freshman year of college, splitting a 43-45. So that's a 40 a three what a four second difference. Like right. what? That doesn't happen at this level. You don't see people drop by four seconds in one year. What? Like, could you kind of tell us what what went into? your progression, you know, to be dropping those times, uh, you know, so dramatically, uh, especially when it matters the most? Well, in high school, I really didn't lift. I hated the weight room. So this year, you know, Wagner was on me, you know, lifting. So that, that played a huge role in my diet. I kind of kind of stopped eating a lot of fast food because high school, I ate a lot of fast food every day. Or I didn't eat at all. I was just snacking. And then I didn't lift. I was just running. But this year, I kind of changed that bad habit, and I started taking the weight room seriously. But not only just the focus, like the mindset. You know, I had a goal. 
my goal is to make it to nationals. So that was all like always running through the back of my mind, you know. Remember, you got to go. You got to, you know, do whatever it takes to meet that goal. Yeah, talking about the mindset. I mean, obviously, you need to make sure that you know the diet's right, the training's right, you're, you're lifting as well. What what type of things are you doing now that you know you need to make sure that your mind's right? Because that that I think that's an aspect of of track that we don't really talk about as much as we should. And you know, the better you get, the more important it's going to be. Like. Is there anything you, you're doing in particular or, or maybe your team's doing to make sure that, you know, your mind's right and you're, you're focused for, you know, so you can execute, you know, when, when nationals comes around this year? Well, I just been messing around my horse. I mean, that's been my therapy right now. You know, just mess with my horse, take care of my horse, you know, closer bond with him. That's been just, you know, keeping me, keeping a steady head, you know, staying out of trouble. So that's been my main focus, just mess with my horse, you know, boy riding, doing the whole cowboy and just, just doing that, you know, keep a steady mindset. What's the uh what's the name of your horse? Give, give us a breakdown. What's the name of your horse? How long have you you had uh you had him? Uh, I got a thoroughbred, about 16 hands. He's only three years old. His name Flash. I had him by like maybe a couple months. But I've been taking care of him real good. I mean, just just building a bond with him, basically. That's all. Yeah, that's got to, you got to have, so you must not have much time at all. Cause I know that, you know, going into, you know, taking care of a horse and then you're going to have class and then you got practice. So your schedule must be pretty jam packed with everything that you're, that you're doing, uh, you know, nowadays. Yeah. Well, he, he stayed at home, Houston now. I'm back at school. So. Okay. There you my, go. My friends that live out there in the country, they're going to take good care of him. I know they will. All right. So you'll, you'll be meeting back up during your what winter, winter break or whatever, whatever. next time you're back. <laughs> Whenever I'm going straight to him. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Well, with, with this year, what are some, uh, some goals that you're going to have for this season? What are some, what are some things that you're going to want to accomplish, uh, you know, this year, you know, on the track? Um, well, last year I finished off my 445, six. So this year, sophomore year, we aim for 44, 44 and nothing. That, that's, that's the goal. 44 bless. They are. What, what type of things you, are you going to have to do in order to get to that 44? Like any, any things you're, you're looking to tweak up or, or tighten as you, you go into the season? Um, just the mind, the mind mentally. You no, know, if, if I'm thinking bad, then it's, I'm always get a bad outcome if I run. So everything I do now is you no know, positive mindset, you know, think about the goods and not the bads. So that's the whole goal. Just having a positive mindset on the way I run, the way I feel, and I feel like something crazy might happen. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It, it, it should be pretty exciting. Uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time to doing this interview. Really appreciate it. Uh, you know, where, where could people go if they want to, uh, you know, follow you more on, on social media or, or anything like that? Um, I'm on Instagram, Ahmad X Run, and Twitter, Ahmad X Run. Those are my main two socials. I, I only be on Instagram. That's it. There you go. Well, thank you, Ahmad, for doing this. Really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who's been listening. This has been another episode of Track World News. Uh, if you want more content, go and follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We post clips, pictures, graphics, things like that. Uh, so if you want more, make sure you go follow us there. Um, also, make sure to leave a review, uh, like, subscribe to the show. Really helps us know that you're enjoying everything. Uh, that's going to be it for all of us here. Have a good one. Peace.